Mr. T continues on KNBR, the sports leader. Jenkins off the pick by Lee. Head fake, nice move. Bumped by Hickson, got foul. Big shot, good for the rookie. He'll go to the line. It's time to talk a little... Golden State Warriors basketball as we head to Las Vegas and talk to Charles Jenkins of the Golden State Warriors, Pride of Hofstra. I believe that's their nickname, the Hofstra Pride. Is that correct, Charles? Yeah, that's correct. How you doing? I'm doing well. You? I'm doing pretty good. So we learned last week that Draymond Green is very protective of his per diem and said he would like to eat well but save as much as possible. And being in your second year, more of a veteran now, are you spending it all on food, or are you saving some as well? Oh, we still got to save, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those uh, those big contract guys yet. So you know, I'm definitely saving uh, a lot, a lot more sandwiches uh, are being brought instead of you know those big five course meals. Mm-hmm. Well, what you do is you save that per diem on the last day of your stay there in Vegas. Just go to the roulette wheel and put it on black and double it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so far summer league going pretty well for you guys, huh? Yeah, we've been playing pretty well. You know, that's that's one thing that we we focused on. You know, when we were preparing for summer league, was you know the defensive end and trying to you know go perfect out here. So, what are the what are the what are the main points of emphasis for the team? And if it's defensively, what are you guys really trying to lock down on on the defensive end? Um, it's definitely defense. You know, during, during the year we have our scorers. You know, we have guys that can fill it up. But you know, it's gonna help us get get wins and you know uh, close those those uh those finish help us finish out those close games. Is that's on the defensive end. You know, containing the, the ball, the dribble, and uh, rebounding. So you know, we've been doing a great job. It's not only that, but our help defense has been great. You know, our past two games. You know, and it's only just scoring and showing in the scores. Last five games of the regular season last year, you averaged uh, roughly 15 points and nine assists. What did that do for your confidence heading into the summer? Um, it meant a lot. You know, I got, I got a tremendous amount of experience in the last couple of games and it just proved that, that I can play in the league. Right now it's just, you know, about finding finding my niche with the Warriors and, and being that guy every night. What do you think your niche is? Um, Just to be a spark. You know, we this year is going to be different. You know, we got Steph back who's – a hundred percent. You know he's healthy. He's looking forward to you know a, a great year just because you know he he fought injury a lot, and we also with the um, we just acquired Jerry Jack. So you know for me it's just staying ready at, at all times. You know if I have to come in for a possession just to get a stop, you know being prepared for it or just just to, or take the relief off the guy and off one of the guys. You know either Jerry Jack or Steph. You know I'm, I'm looking forward to doing either. Do you do you think your role will change, or how do you think it will be with the addition of Jared Jack to the team? Oh, well, it, it definitely changed. You know, from last year, just because uh, we, we fought injury a lot, and I was able to play a lot, a lot more minutes. You know, and, and be able to play through. You know, a couple you know bad decisions that I made just because we didn't have you know anyone to to relieve that. But you know, right now, you know, watching film and and trying to get better, you know, and, and being smart about things, you know, I'm trying to learn that I'm not going to have that, that big of an opportunity to, you know, still be in the court after a mistake. You know, i got to come out and be as uh, productive as possible in, in the short amount of time that I might have. It's interesting you bring that up, Charles. I'm talking to Charles Jenkins of the Golden State Warriors because I, I, I said that about Jeremy Lin 
last year and to take nothing away from him he was giving an opportunity he took hold of it and ran with it but he was also given you know close to 40 minutes a night and he could go out there and play pretty free because he wasn't worried about turning the ball over i mean when you can turn the ball over nine or ten times and still log 40 minutes that means the coach has a lot of confidence in you or is just going to let you play through mistakes talk about what that means for not only a young player but any player knowing you can go out there miss a few shots maybe make a couple bad decisions but know that the coach is still going to keep you in the ball game. Um, it's, it, it works well, you know. Just just knowing that, that you're able to to play through mistakes and learn from it, you know. But at the same time, every every team already ha- have that guy. You yeah. know, you, they they have they have the player that's that's, that's going to get those minutes. So you know, being a, being a younger guy, especially coming from college, you have to learn to adjust. You got to know what you, what you can do to help the team. You know, you're not going to come come out and, and be on the court and, and take the last shot every time. You know, you just got to know how to be effective in, in the amount of time that you're given on the court. When you were going to Hofstra or at Hofstra, did you initially have dreams of playing? Everybody has dreams of playing in the NBA, but how 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 did you, when you looked at that, how likely did you think that was to happen? And at what point during your career did you think, you know what, I, I do think I have a chance to play in the NBA? Yeah. Uh, Go, going into Hofstra, you know, I didn't play my first year, you know, which mm-hmm. was tough. And I've, I've watched, we, we had you know, a great a great senior class my freshman year and, and guards that I thought would be professional basketball players. And uh, and I remember, you know, both both of the both of the guys didn't make make it to the NBA. So, you know, one of the things I've always did was, you know, watch them and, and try to see what, what they didn't do to get here, you know, try to, you know, put it in my game, whether they, they didn't come to the gym enough, you know, whether they didn't, they didn't lift enough, they, they didn't work out enough to, to put themselves in a position to where they could be uh, noticed as, as a pro. You know, I, I did that throughout my career. Every summer I stayed and I worked on my game. You know, once we, we played against big teams, you know, I, I stepped up, you know, especially against guys that, that were projected as professional players just to see, you know, where where I ranked amongst them. You know, every chance I, I got to play against a big team, you know, I, I always stepped up, and then after a while, you know, a lot of people knew who I was, and the things kind of took off from there. And how's the young guy Harrison Barnes looking? Oh, he's great. You know, he's he's a, he's a good kid. You know, he he works, and and he's coming in here to learn. You know, he plays hard, practice hard, and you know, he, he's always asking asking questions on and off the court. So you know, that that's something that you, that you would love to get from a rookie, someone who's who wants to learn and get better. And tell us a little bit about Draymond Green and his game. Draymond is, is is a great player. You know, uh, he's he's tough. Um, he has a great motor. He co- comes in. He's coming off the bench for us in summer league. You know, he's bringing a lot of energy, uh, talking on defense and, and making great shots. You know, he, he's someone that he, he can play both positions. And you know, he's definitely pr- proven a lot in the summer league. Now it says here, reading your bio, Pearl Washington is your favorite athlete. Yeah, Pearl Washington. Re- How were you two when you were watching him? I mean, I used to watch him when I was in high school. <laughs> I got, I got. When I was young, you know, I always got got footage of him when he was at Syracuse, and uh, we also grew up in the same neighborhood, so okay. you know, I got a chance to, to see him a lot. You know, when I, when I was younger, and actually, he was uh, my best friend in um, at, at school. He worked at he worked at his high school, so I actually got a chance to speak to him a few times. So, what's Pearl up to now? What's he up to nowadays? Uh, he's in. He's he was coaching. Um, a school in Brooklyn, uh, Jefferson, the, girl, the girls' basketball team, the last time I checked on them. Pearl going down the lane, left side, banker, up and good. <laughs> he was something. Those were some good teams. He was certainly a a fun guy to watch. What was it like growing up 
in New York playing basketball in the city? Um, it was fun. You know, very competitive. You know, every every court you went to, you know, there, there's someone trying to, you know, compete to the best of their ability and prove they were the best. You know, one of the things in, in New York, where you're from, it's, it's all about bragging rights. You know, who's who's the best in the neighborhood and things like that. So every time you, you went on a court and there was someone that everyone spoke about and this good guy can do this, you know, it was always competitive. You know, sometimes it might lead to a, to a brawl, but, you know, that, that that's such part of basketball sometimes. Did you ever play a rucker? Uh, I played in Brooklyn when I was young. Very what what young. were those games like? Uh, it was fun. You know, high-intensity crowd. You know, but I, I didn't play in, in the Olympic uh, Limit League. I played, you know, kind of like the younger kids got mm-hmm. out there and they let us play. So it wasn't as intense as you might see the, the Unlimited Leagues. But when I was young, it was cool. It was a, a big crowd came out to see the kids play because we normally played before the older guys. And you don't want to get clowned in front of the crowd, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, they'll get you. you know, that, that, <laughs> the New York crowd is, is <laughs> when they on you, they on you. So that, that's something you don't want to be a part of. I'm wondering if playing in those type of environments when you're younger, playing at the park leagues or just the parks in New York, helps you get thick skin, helps you get a little bit tougher, and maybe ultimately helps you get to where you are now. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, they're, they're, I think that that's one of the best things about it. You know, some people. They crack, they crack in that in that, that situation because they they never had someone you know tell them like it is. You know, especially playing in New York, if you're not playing well, you know they'll let you know. You know, and if and if if you are playing well, there there's someone that's that's trying to come after you. So it definitely keep you keep you composed and never to be satisfied. You know, you can have a, a good night out there, and then the next night someone someone can go right at you, and then they'll forget all about you know what you did in the past. You know, it's definitely not about your name and who you are. It's definitely about how much you produce on the court. Talking to Charles Jenkins of the Golden State Warriors. So what's the plan after the summer league in Las Vegas is over for you? Uh, to go back to the Bay, you know, to stay in the gym. You know, I need, I need to, that's the place I'm, I'm going to take advantage of until training camp. Now, will you have other players here? Are you going to be <laughs> playing games at the gym, working out one-on-ones with the coaches? Uh, yeah, I think um, Clay and Jeremy are going to go back. You know, and I think some of the rookies might might come back a little earlier, so it's, it's definitely going to be another chance for us to tighten up and, and work on the things that that we need to, to work on from from watching their film from summer league and prepare for for a training camp. What would you say your point of emphasis is this off season for you? Things that you would like to add to your game to bring back to next season? Uh, just um, become, become a better um all ball on ball defender. And uh, um, try to be as as good as possible on defense, you know, to help the team and extend my my range on, from uh, to three. You know, this this year I didn't shoot well from three point. You know, that's something that I've been working on this year. Well, this this past summer, and I want to uh, carry it over to my game. But, but most importantly, you know, I just like I said, we we have scorers. You know, we have Steph and guys like that that has gonna um, fill up the box scores. But you know, for me, I, I want to just work on my defense and make sure that. When my my name is called, you know I'm I'm ready. Now back when I was playing, I think per diem was seventy dollars a day. What is it now? Uh, one twenty. Damn, I need to get back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey Charles, really appreciate the time. Best of luck uh, the rest of the way there in Vegas, and we'll look forward to talking to you at some point next year when the season gets rolling around. All right, thanks, Evan. All right, thanks, Charles. Appreciate it. That would have been fun. I don't know if. I could have 
handled playing at the park in New York when I was younger? I don't think I was tough enough. I mean, a soft suburban white kid. I would have been punked. I think I would have been punked. I would have been somebody's biatch. It wouldn't have been good. Hey, I would have never, I may never played. It might have just killed my confidence. Because you know, when you're younger anyway, you're the white guy on the court, you, you got to prove something. you got to prove you can play. That's just the way it is. You're white playing hoops. You're not picked first. They're like, ah, uh, who do I want? That guy's pretty tall. He's white. Let's go over. Okay, I'll take that guy. Tolbert called for the foul. His fourth. How many guys we got left? Damn. Why are you still on the board? All right, he's 6'7". We'll take him. We'll give him a shot. And then I'd go out there and just pwn everybody. If I can borrow a kid the high school kids use. <laughs> Stay on the court. You know what I'd say? I'd say, ooh, you didn't pick me? I'm not picking you either. Let's go down the list. Where are the white boys at? All right. None left here playing basketball. Where do white... Where do white women at? <laughs> yeah. Can't get the tie-dye shirt on and the cowboy hat. Damn. Damn. Gonna play? You know what, tra you know what traveling is? <laughs> yeah, Billy Ho. White man can't jump. Duke could flat out shoot, though. No, I'm not. I, I, I'm not kidding you one bit. When you played competitive ball and you were white, you had a little extra to prove. You just did. That's just the way it was. And all the brothers were a little skeptical. And then when you went out there and you played and you balled, you were good. You were good. And they found out I listened to NWA, and I was like, in. I was in. I go, what is up? Let's go get a little gangster gangster and some old D. You the man, T. Coming up. <laughs> we'll continue on.